I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Vancouver, we are coming at you. February 28th, 2020. Our live show is going to be held at the Biltmore Cabaret. Tickets are available right now. Doors open at 7. And you're not going to want to miss this because we are sitting down with our new best friend, Maya. She's going to tell us all about the time that she had a horrible head-on car collision that left her in a coma. We'll be touching on avascular necrosis. I don't know what the hell that is. PTSD, osteoarthritis, and of course, we will also be talking about her upcoming amputation. It's going to be a wonderful night. We can't wait to see your beautiful faces. Again, that is February 28th at the Biltmore Cabaret. Doors open at 7. If you want your tickets, get them now. www.sickboypodcast.com slash shows. Mwah. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast that talks about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Ellie, and she shares stories about what it's like living with epilepsy. Let's talk about it. I feel nice. It it is a little nicer. I will say the the lighting situation here is bullshit with the extraordinarily extreme uh, one, two, three, four, huh. five, six, seven, eight. <clears throat> Fluorescent lights of overhead. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. You have turned on a small, small table lamp, which is you, reflecting off a wall, and it does. It does get a little brighter. Right. You know. You know the new, the good, the good lamps, like the efficient lamps that like they turn on and then they go. They slowly come on. They slowly get yeah. brighter. This this one gets brighter. Yeah, I, I, that's what Taylor said, and I, I sure I believe it. Yeah, but it's so gradual you wouldn't notice. Well, until you until you eventually go, oh. I, it's I mean? probably better that we did this uh, because I have a feeling that these fluorescent lights could very likely give me a seizure. <laughs> oh, how about that for an, an, uh, a segue? I, I see what you did here. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Have you ever watched? lights give you? Uh, uh, I mean, you have epilepsy. We're going to get into that. But do are you one of those people where like you're going into the theater and there's like a warning? It's like this movie has flashing lights. Are you like well? Not for me. No, that's that's a rarity. Actually, it's like fifteen percent of. Oh really? Yeah. Whoa! Oh, the, you know Who the Simp- the Simpin- Simpsons the Simpsons. <laughs> I think I'm having a seizure right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a stroke. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Simpsons made me uh, made me think that everyone with epilepsy yeah has a seizure totally when they yeah, see the flashing lights. No, I play vi- vi- a, lo- not. a lot of video games. Will like say that. Like as they load. That's right. You yeah. know, what, uh, Maddie's Maddie's uncle is in a new sci-fi like kind of thriller mystery show that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, October Faction comes out on October twenty or January twenty third. Said October. When does the check? Are we, get, are we in pain? Yeah, when so, does, what when the does the fuck so, does the check come Netflix, for that? Netflix is sending it, but uh, but at the why are you reading every- this from a script right now? <laughs> it's a thrilling. Okay, all right, all right. Go so, ahead. Uh, but Go to every episode has that. <laughs> every episode has that at the, the top of the episode. 
Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you just blew my mind with that fact. I think people just don't like lawsuits. They think that's the, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, there. yeah. You're kind, probably right. Kind of got to save your ass. I Trump, guess. Trump liked lawsuits. What did, what did you say? You said 15%? I think that's it, yeah. Of people with epilepsy react that way? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not just like 15% of the population. No, that would settle. be I never settle. For sure. <laughs> I never settle. That would be a lot. Uh, what kind of epilepsy do you have? Uh, temporal lobe. And what does that mean? <laughs> ah, ah, temporal lobe. Temporal lobe. I had that at lunchtime oh, today. Oh, God, Brian. <laughs> that was a good joke. Um, Ugh. A couple of chunks of like misbehaving stuff in the left temporal lobe right here, like right above your ear. So, Do you know what the left temporal lobe is? is like what... What do we? What happens in there? What's that used for? That uh, part of the brain. A lot of it is uh, verbal, like oh. uh, verbal, and a uh, couple of spots for like fear, flight, fight or flight kind of stuff. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Is in and how does how does that how is that affected by the sushi stuff going on in your head? <laughs> uh, just sort of uh, exaggerated, maybe like. Uh, part of one of the spots that my seizures came from was like kind of the fear center and I'm like scared shitless when I have a seizure. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that kind of thing. Like you just get like an overwhelming sense of fear. Uh, yeah. Like the world's a, a pretty much about to end. Oh, oh, so you're, so that's the, mm. that's the, like it's coming sort of sensation for you. Uh, nope, nope. Right in the middle. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're already having it. So that whole like impending doom kind of feeling. My dog's been having seizures over the last like, well, since the summer, he's had a few. And every time he has one, he can like tell it's coming on. And yeah. I know this because he writes you a note. No, it's much, much more sad than that. Uh, he's wherever he is, he sprints as fast as he can to one of us that's like in the house or around mm-hmm. and gets as close as he can get. And he's fucking terrified. He looks like someone just hit him over the head yeah. like as hard as they could. He looks terrified and then has the seizure. And then when he comes out of it, he's like just super sad. Mm. So uh, I'm wondering if, yeah, that's, if that sounds, that sounds I'm wondering if right. he has what you have. No, it's, that's no very offense. possible. You never know. But no offense, Ellie, but there's something about, about, Animals having seizures that is just like oh, it's way so much sadder than way you having one yeah. Yeah. because you can't Absolutely explain it to them. Okay, wait, they wait. have no idea. You I, know, like I feel like know. I'm getting nervous about the possibility of you just having a seizure out of the blue, like right now. <laughs> so, so how likely is it for you to have a seizure right now, Brian? Uh, why you don't very, smile very like that? I'm not smiling. <laughs> very not. Very very small. Okay, but what? So if you do, and if it's it's a very small amount, but if you do right now, then what do we do as Brian? Put the strobe light away. She said it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't do it with the light. Stop it. Uh, just sit there. Just just sit there and uh, observe. I don't, guess don't shove like I like a, you don't, know, don't, a wooden don't, dowel don't, in yeah, your don't mouth. Don't shove or? a wallet in my mouth or anything. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, I, think I'm, I think I'm referring to the office here. I think that's the first uh, thing. That okay. Okay. Yeah. But don't you remember? Don't you remember those? Like they had, uh, they were had they the, like safety videos where it was like, yeah. oh, they're having a seizure. Like grab their head, stick something in their mouth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what you're hold not down their legs. To do, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I have a, I have a, I have a few friends that are epileptic, and, um, and I think, I think everybody who I know is epileptic came to know it later on in their life. Like they. They didn't, they weren't, uh, they never had any seizures for a long time. And then like all of a sudden high school or in their early twenties or something, mm. all of a sudden a seizure. What was your, when did you have your first one? Uh, I think it was 14. Uh, they didn't, they didn't get like 
intrusive until I was 19. Uh, 18, 19. What, like, do you, what do you mean by intrusive? Like they, they Oh, never, sorry, your seizures. I was like, yeah. the doctors? What? I was like, what <laughs> Well, I mean, kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But uh, no, they were, they were really minor. I don't even okay. remember them bothering me, honestly. Oh, like yeah. what is a, well, because here's the thing, her, her, does that take? we were talking before you guys got here um, about, I had asked you, Ellie, if you'd listened to, because I think it's been a while since we did epilepsy, mm-hmm. and and Carol Carol was our I think our last epileptic episode. Dude, flight we, we were still recording episodes in your Mom's basement, basement. Y- years yeah. ago, and uh, the first thing that Ellie said was, "Yeah, she she doesn't have the same epilepsy as me." And your what's what what are your seizures called? Uh, partial uh, partial seizures. There can be like complex or simple. I'm fairly certain there's a new term for them because they're always updating sure. it. But, and, yeah. and Carol's situation was she was having like convulsive seizures. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, and like full on passing out and shit. Right. Whereas in your case, it, the way you describe, describe what it's like for you. Uh, there, I don't, or is there what we were speaking of? There's no like warning sign for me. It's just all of a sudden things are absolutely terrifying. Like you can kind of compare it to sleep paralysis where you feel like there's something in the room that's just going to completely fuck you over. Whoa. And, Um, but deja vu also like super super surreal. That's an, that's an aura or that's like during the seizure during. Whoa. Crazy. Yeah, very. Maybe very, you're in the matrix. Uh, it's very possible. You never know. You're like half Tripping. disconnected. Like you're about to be f- freed. But yours are more. Yours are more like um, uh, you just kind of like blank out, right? Like it's kind of like the the lights go off for a second, and then you're back in. Yeah, yeah. Kind of? Like don't you you can't speak to me for sure. Nothing's nothing's gonna come of that. But uh, the thing you, that the thing that blows my mind though is that that you said um, you had the, your first one maybe when you were fourteen ish. But it wasn't really intrusive until it was like until you were like nineteen. I imagine that if you had a seizure after like never having one your entire life, and then all, all of a sudden you're fourteen and you have some type of seizure, isn't that like scary or enough of like a, a troublesome sign that you should like be further examined? Yeah, no, I I went to the doctor about it and I was just misdiagnosed. Like either it was panic attack or some kind of migraine, which okay. is not even slightly comparable mm. huh. at all. Okay. That's so yeah. interesting. I mean, obviously that must be because like, it doesn't sound like your seizures take the form at all of what, you know, someone who doesn't have much experience with seizures, their pr- idea of it is like falling down, writhing, you know, the like, like us, whatever that fucking, <laughs> whatever that, what was that commercial? As a kid, when they were like, put something in his mouth. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they put m the, Yeah, they're on the playground and yeah. everything. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was what I was referring to. Yeah, it was like a, you know, it was a public service, a PSA, and, and that's like what I th- feel like everybody remembers, like mm-hmm. as a kid, seeing that commercial, and that's the idea of what a seizure is, but yours sounds like a completely different experience to that, mm. so I don't want to stay on the, the put something in his mouth thing for too long, but like, I feel like I, I'm... I don't know why they brought up the put something in their don't put something in their mouth or put something in their mouth because I'm really confused by that message. Was it put something in the mouth? And or at the don't same put time, the there was a commercial going around that was, "Don't you put, put it, it in your mouth?" mouth. And you're <laughs> like, "What the fuck? Do we put it in the mouth? Do we not, or do we? I don't know what think, to do." I think the idea was that you you wanted to prevent them from biting their tongue off. Mm. So so putting something in between their teeth would prevent them from chomping down and like literally biting off a, a hunk of their, their own tongue because they, they're like, oh, their jaw's going to seize up. They're, if their tongue's sticking out, they're going to bite it off. 
But that Quick, was a, stick a wallet in there. Or, but, you know, whatever. But wait, was that a misconception? And they were saying don't stick something in their mouth because people think that you, you no, usually I, do. No, I think they or, literally were be telling people to do that for years, and then they realized, oh, that that's actually like don't do that. Yeah, because you, they are likely just gonna fucking choke the person. <laughs> See, I feel like it was a really confusing campaign. I, th- <laughs> I thought I thought it was too, and I was very young. Um, so visually, someone's looking at you. You are sitting there, and you have a seizure. What does it look like to to me uh it just looks like i'm lost in thought basically whoa yeah yeah just <laughs> blanked out just, just imagining just, yeah just thinking real hard yeah you know? that's crazy Getting kind of philosophical do you have you ever faced like again because people people go to like the 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 thing that's more you know like i guess like visually dramatic if you want to say that mm. do you ever have you ever i mean obviously you, you had a doctor that misdiagnosed you like they just didn't even see it as a seizure. Yeah. Like, have you ever had anybody that's just like, eh, but do you have seizures? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, specialists, yeah, obviously, but no. Otherwise, Wild. No. Wait, are you like, uh, have you seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? No. Oh, it's my favorite movie. Favorite? It's not a great movie. Yeah. I've it's, never heard of it. It's, it's so good. It's a feel-good movie. I, it's so if good it's your favorite movie... It it's is, a four. Yeah. It's a four out of ten. I'm I'm okay with saying it's my favorite, but in the movie, um, Walter Mitty, main character played by Ben Stiller, who's my favorite actor, um, he he has these. Uh, he basically has these episodes where he like drifts off and daydreams, and he like lives out these like epic um, scenes in his life. But then all of a sudden he comes back and he's and people are standing in front of him. And they're like, "Hey, are you are you okay? What just happened?" And he was like, "Oh." shit i didn't even realize it was totally out of it is that exactly like what your experience is like uh except for maybe the epic conquests and (laughs) things that you do in between uh i guess yeah from a spectator standpoint okay well you should definitely watch the movie then yeah you just you're making me think of that so raven basically (laughs) (laughs) that's a raven way better than the secret life of walter no it is i would although i don't think it's i although i think that saying it's his favorite movie is absolutely insane i'm i'm gonna say it's better than that so raven <laughs> are you bringing up what are you bringing up rotten the rotten tomatoes reviews on, yeah, yeah, on secret life of walter mitty <laughs> yeah <laughs> against that so raven that's <laughs> so raven wait what, what is yeah, what are the results they're pretty close <laughs> are they really well yeah. which one's better uh pretty close how I, well the uh rotten tomatoes doesn't actually give a rating for that's so raven because it's a tv show but uh it does have an imdb rating the imdb rating for that's so raven 6.5 the imdb rating for the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, four. <laughs> oh, out of 10? No, it's a 7.3 out of 10. But it got 51 on Rotten Tomatoes, which everyone knows is a stinker. Yeah, that's okay. I, 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 I don't have to share the perspectives of everybody else, and I'm quite, <laughs> quite proud of the fact that I enjoy that movie. So, Ellie, I know that you, um, you have gone through... Uh, brain surgery, mm-hmm. a brain surgery or brain surgeries. I'm having another seizure. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the latter too. You've had two. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. One of them was like far, far more invasive than the other, but yeah. How does that work? What, uh, what, which one, the first one or the second one more uh, invasive? First one. First one. All right. And was it like, uh, the old like sort of headphone scar, like ear to ear over the top? Yeah. Just Big old like halfway uh, halfway around the head Whoa. kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So are they like 
peeling your skin back and Dude, like removing yeah. a piece of your skull yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's so hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Raven. <laughs> so Raven. You it might, is you might say raven. it's so Raven. Uh, when did you have that? Uh, 2010 in November. Okay. And w- why? Like what was the, how old are you now? Uh, 28. And you were diagnosed at 14? No, uh, started having a 14, diagnosed at 18, I believe. Okay. Oh, so you had it pretty soon right after you got, after you were officially diagnosed, they were like, surgery the f- shit out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was it diagnosed because like you, they started to become more frequent as you were getting older? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the, what we determined. I'm pretty sure it was just stress. Like first year university kind of messed me up, I guess. That okay. brings them on, like makes them more frequent? Yeah, yeah. I'd have like... I don't even remember how, like, they're so rare back in high school, I don't even remember mm-hmm. ever having them, but it was, like, 20, 30 a day after that. So, Whoa. 20 yeah. or 30 a day? Yeah, it was exhausting. How long do they last? Whoa. So you were just, like, like terrified all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was a nervous rack. It sucked. Jesus uh, Christ. They're Holy only, shit. like, a minute or two long, so they're not too much of a time consumer, but they're, they're, <laughs> well, they're still that's something, good. you know. That's good to know. I, yeah. I don't do cut into feel, my day too much. Do you feel, I, I think I've heard before that you feel like really drained afterwards. Is it, does it totally zap you? Oh yeah, I slept like a baby for like a year and a half. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, shit. One upside, yeah. <laughs> 20 or 30 a day, and you're usually awake for what, like 15 or 16 hours or something like that? So you're having like, um, almost sometimes two an hour? Yeah, well, yeah, oh. they woke me up. Like out of sleep at night. A oh lot, right, so. yeah, right. A little, Doesn't always a have to bit, be. But, so yeah. like when when they when you get diagnosed and they are you know pre- almost immediately saying that you should have a surgery, what is it? What is it that the seizures are doing? What what is the damage that the seizures are causing? Where they're like, is it a is it a life? Um, is the is the the purpose of the seizure to like improve your quality of life so you're not having seizures all day long, or is it because the seizures are also, I mean, that and also the seizures are doing damage to you long term that you know is going to do more damage in the future if you keep having them. A uh, whole bunch of the first one, maybe a little bit of the second. I'm not entirely certain, but I can't possibly be good for you to do that all the time. Right. But so they're pretty much like like this is ruining your life. It'd probably mm-hmm. suck if you had one driving a car. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not allowed to have a license. <laughs> yeah. But because you were only diagnosed when you were 18, did you at least have your license before that? Nope. Okay. Nope. No. Always been terrified. Never did it. It's uh, okay. six months, I believe. Like for for people who have epilepsy, it's like you have to be symptom, you have to be seizure free six months. Mm. To, uh, to touch on your question there, Taylor, sometimes severe seizures can cause brain damage. But most seizures do not seem to have detrimental effect on the brain. Epilepsy has many possible causes, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then generalized seizure symptoms may cause loss of consciousness, falls, or massive muscle spasms. So, like, yeah, like, it, obviously not good for your brain to be having seizures. And, like, with the risk of having one and falling down the stairs mm-hmm. or driving mm-hmm. a car and getting in a fucking head-on collision or something. Like, they definitely, obviously that's part of the surgery. Mm. But to be having that many a day... Like that just, there is no quality of life. No, no. I mean, yeah, no, there was no social life. None of that. Like, I, how do you get anything fucking done? Or, oh, no, or I did live? excellent in school. I had no friends. That was the, that oh, was a okay. really good thing. Yeah. But other than that, no, you, you, you do shit all pretty mm-hmm. much. What did they do to your brain? Like, do you know what the surgery, like, what? Like what they, uh, what they removed? Yeah. 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 Uh, amygdala and a chunk of the hippocampus. They removed the amygdala. Yeah. Entirely. 
Yeah, well, you have two of each, so you, oh. I, I still got a couple. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, the amygdala and the, the hippocampus, hippocampus, a part of the hippocampus. I mm. love that word. It's a nice word. Mm. It it sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like hippopotamus. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> a great word, they're, too. They're very, very closely related. When, um, when do, you, do you have a hard time processing emotions now? Um, <laughs> Jeremy's over here just playing doctor. Yeah, because because I was like, what does the amygdala do? And it's like it's shown to play a key role in processing emotions. Or so like, are you are you a little more like blasé in in life now? Honestly, I could never tell if it was like because I had that removed or because I was no longer just like completely fucked all day. Like right. I think that probably had the majority of you know the positive effects on anxiety and stuff like that. Mm. But it's very possible that yeah. The the fear, the sense of fear and and dread that you have, is it is it just like the feeling, like purely the feeling, or is it actually like manifestations of like things that you're seeing or like experiences that you feel like you're having? Uh I think some people hallucinate I never did. It was just uh just this sort of like ominous feeling hanging over you kind of thing. But I never saw anything. It's just hmm. just an overwhelming fear. So you are yeah. in it, you don't I hate that feeling. You don't. I've uh, had that feeling before. Yeah, yeah. You have no idea where it's coming from. But it's only been so brief. Mm. So, like, I just. Why, can't why do you? When do you have it? I don't know. I, th- I had it. I actually had it the other day when I was thinking about that. I, that plane in in Iran. I just like. I was just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and then all of a sudden I started to have like this really overwhelming fe- sense of like just dread you about know, like the world. I and I had. I was on acid recently. <laughs> and I and I was and I was alone and I was and it was it was nighttime and I was like it'd be really awful if some home invaders decided to come into the house now and I was like wait whoa don't go there <laughs> fuck this is not the time for that that's a, that's a really bad combo yeah yeah and then uh, and then I just switched my switched the, the music oh, were, I think and I was like oh yeah no everything's oh, that's good, good. Yeah. I've actually I've I've noticed <laughs> that I've been having I've been having almost ve- like very similar. Like split second feelings of of uh, of dread lately because, jeez, guys, something that is like very much a part of my personality is like silver lining. Everything's all good. There's no reason to fucking worry about anything in the fucking Ellie's world. Ellie's just shaking her head like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> totally and, agree with you. Too. And like, and like, you know, everything's fine. Like, it's silly to worry about things that you can't control, like that sort of thing. And uh, and. Like lately, I've I've had these like couple of uh, instances where all of a sudden, like going to going to bed at night and um, like you know, just feeling kiss- like you're gonna pee the bed. No, like yeah, that's what I'm really <laughs> dread. That's that's what consumes me. Uh, you're like, almost thirty. <laughs> give, but dude, this is it. Like, give Kyla a kiss good night, and then like for like very split second, imagine like I could have a heart attack. <laughs> more like something happening to her, but okay. then then something happened to me, but. Like a split second, and then I go. What are you doing? Why am I doing that? I've yeah. never had this thought before in my life. And then yeah. I did think, is it because I'm like turning thirty, and you know, within the next year, and like that's a thing that actually does fucking happen when you get. Well, our our world is also like completely fucked. Like we're we're yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're heading to the end of the line. Is, is it, it because is? of Trump and Iran? <laughs> like, but, I'm telling but, you, man, it is. It, especially if you're like, especially if you're focusing on the news. I'm not joking. Like, well, yeah. I mean, the news. If you're, is... li- if you're listening to the news, like I li- I'm listening to the daily, like every day, and then I go, 
this is really good source of news. And it, like, I love listening to it and it's fun to listen to, but fuck me. I think it's also like yeah. taking but, a toll on my life. But I think, mm. I think mm. the other thing though, is that we also live in the greatest time to be alive ever. And like, there this is, is also there, true. there is an incredible amount of negative news out there. And, um, I feel like, you know, a lot of the media and you hear about the fake news all the time, but like the media projects this like narrative of fear a lot of the times because it it gets people to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So totally. Like Well when things are good, you can like set it and forget it. When things are not good, you're always like, What's the latest? What's yeah, the latest? Exactly. Like you and, gotta know because you're looking for an improvement. But and, there, but there are Objectively, a b- bunch of really horrible things <laughs> happening right now. Like, <laughs> like it, it's just a lot right now. I think, like, absolutely. Like the first two weeks of January have been fucked. They were, they, they were really very, fucked. Like, yeah. especially with Australia. Like, that's you know, that's not fake news. That's people are just burnt. Like the the world's burning. You know, like that. Anyway, whatever. We're getting fucking <laughs> off topic. Here. Well, El- to bring it back, well, Elliot, what is the in comparison to the state to the dread that that comes over you when it comes to the state of the world, how does that compare to the dread that comes over you when you have a seizure? Like, are, are they one and the same, or are you, you having a seizure and you're going, like, you're... Satan in a- is inside me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like if you take, like, the panic you experience reading the news and just, like, concentrate it into one minute, mm. that's, mm. that's probably accurate. Right, so, mm-hmm. like, so it's, like, it's, like, the totally undiluted, <laughs> non-watered-down, like... Pure, like fear in its purest form, with no, no sense of my favorite. No, my no favorite light kind of the horror movie. The there. <laughs> there's no light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. There's <laughs> no so, silver lining. So does like. So are you immune to that sense of dread in reading the news now? God, I wish <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an upside. But no, no. Can we can we talk about the surgery itself? So like you you had the surgery at eighteen or nineteen? Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you do you do you have like a memory of of what that experience was like. Cause like I, it, I can imagine whether it's now or, or, um, when I was 19, it, if someone had told me, all right, we're going to bring you in for uh brain surgery. Mm-hmm. We're going to like open up your fucking skull and take pieces of your brain out. I'd be, I'd be mortified. I'd be so scared. Um, it's a bit like, it seems like a very intense, invasive, big time kind of surgery. It's like when I think about surgeries that kind of give me a little bit of, it's like heart transplant, Mm. brain surgery, and like, and like, that's those two, like heart (laughs) transplant and and like maybe face transplant. I don't know. That just seems like real fucky. What about the sugar baker technique? That too. That's another, but, but also no, not really. Cause it's, it's, it's organs that aren't as vital. I'm talking like the ones where I'm probably in my mind, I'm going, I'm probably not going to come out. I'm probably not coming out of it. What were you like? What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was a really, really long, tedious experience. So like near the end, it was like, let's just get it over with. Like, I'm, I'm excited. I want this done. Kind of. So what, why was it so long? Uh, there's a lot of tests. There's a lot of assessments, a lot of like trial meds, that kind of thing. Are they, are they testing to make sure that you're a good candidate for the surgery or that it's actually going to do something? Like, what, uh, what's involved with those tests? It's uh, partially like zero in on precisely what you need to get rid of. And like the, uh, they make you take uh, neuropsychology assessments pre-op and post-op. Oh, and they whoa. do that whoa. to like focus on what your strong points are so they don't just 
ruin it. What, is that, what does oh, that look like? That's super interesting. It's, uh, it just felt like an hour-long <clears throat> IQ test, basically. Like, they test different functions, like... You know, verbal logic and reason, that kind of stuff. So oh. they're so they're going, they're going. We we want to give you these these this IQ tests. It's a and bunch so, of Sudokus. And so, like, <laughs> let's just say you're like really good at like r- reasoning problems. Finding or Waldo, <laughs> and 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 maybe the part that they're going to operate on has something to do with why you're so good at that. They're mm-hmm. like, well, we want to be super precise that we don't fuck with that at all. But let's say that you're really mm-hmm really shit at, at, <laughs> at reasoning problems and it's in the part that they need to operate on so they're like well we don't really Sweet. need to be as precise because yeah. sh- you're, sh- you're no. shit at that anyway yeah so. no it's, that's, that's very accurate actually that's Whoa, crazy that's so yeah. wild I was, was going to say that's the broiest bro science I've ever heard <laughs> that's, that's well, pretty wild. I'm breaking it down for all the bros out there man it, it is pretty <laughs> wild to think though that they're that they would they would look at it that way I mean I, I wonder if I wonder if there's a way for them to look at it and go yeah, our math skills are really fucking shit. Um, so well, while, we're in the, while we're in there, if we just kind of like poke there, we kind of spark that up. <laughs> well, you think about like how fucking precise you would. You, I mean, I mean, like the whole thing just blows your mind because like you're looking at a fucking brain. Yeah, the and CPU, like, and they Whoa. just and they are just like, well, we just if you know if we touch this. Tinker here, tinker there. The burn toast test. Yeah, exactly. Like but, we go a millimeter over and like... Oh, speaking know. of, were you awake? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Uh, I think they considered that, but they got enough information from like the ass load of tests they had to have. Oh, so they, they don't... Like that they just don't need to be talking to you during it. Yeah. Whoa, that's also crazy too. That probably I kind of would have liked that. I would have felt like a badass. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I bet there Whoa. was a time in history where they didn't ha- probably have these tests to... Or at least maybe not as well refined or any some more like sedation that. stuff. And then they would have had to have the person Whoa. awake. Like it would have been a necessity. Like the burnt toast lady. I think that's like the that's like the story of them doing it yeah. the first time. Doctor Doctor mm. Penfield. I mean, there's yeah. so many there's so many seizure commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, there's a lot of ads. <laughs> Doctor, I smell burnt toast. Put something put in her mouth. Put something in her mouth. Yeah. Don't you put it in your mouth? Oh my um, god, what do we do? That was where that started. That wasn't a seizure commercial. Don't you put it in your mouth? What, what was the what was the um, recovery process like coming out of a brain like a, a pretty invasive brain surgery? Uh, it is. It wasn't as awful as I would have expected it to be. Honestly, like Sweet. the first week was pretty hellish. Uh, my head was enormous. Really? Uh, oh, really? Oh my god! Yeah, like yeah. swelling. Yeah, no. I had a couple of uh, like one person that I knew come in and visit me the day after, and I don't think his facial expression changed from just like horror. The oh, whole time. that's comforting. Like, yeah, are, we talking yeah. like, are we talking like the top of your head? <laughs> like, like sort of. Or just just the side where they fucked with it. Yeah, I think mostly like the left side just popping out. Whoa. Do they they shave your whole head for that? Uh, Only like the spot where they, you know, sliced in. Okay. But uh, yeah. So you have like one of those cool kind of like undercuts then when you're throwing (laughs) it back out. Yeah, you want to call it that. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to look at the bright side of things. Was was that... um, so my mom had uh, bladder cancer a few years ago and um, when she was getting ready to go into chemotherapy... um, the, the one of the scariest things about it for her was actually losing her hair, and um, it was like emotionally, it was really challenging. Was that was that anything that um, came up for you? No, no, no. I mean, it was it was like very very little. It was a small small part, and mm-hmm. it grew back super fast. So okay, 
yeah, it was how big, not really bothered. How big is the in- incision that they make? Uh, a couple of millimeters. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, like, do, okay. like the, the scar is like, I don't know, two, three millimeters wide. But the, the actual cut, like they, how far do they, they only cut a couple of millimeters? No, they're cutting into your skull, dude. right? <laughs> Do you mean like right, the but, but length like, of the scar entirely? Like, yeah. Oh God, I don't know, like eleven inches. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Millimeters yeah. deep, like how deep it is. That's what you mean is by it, millimeters, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was. No, uh, you were no, talking. I think, I think talking she was like, talking millimeters in width of the scar. Yeah, You were asking <laughs> the length of the scar of yeah. how long across your head it went. Yes. And Taylor's thinking <laughs> how deep into your skull it's going. <laughs> and sometimes three-dimensional space is hard to navigate. And I'm sitting here seeing all of it. <laughs> the reason why I was asking is because I, because you said they didn't have to cut much of your hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was thinking if they if the scar is really long, which you said it was eleven inches, I assume that they'd probably have to cut a lot of your hair if they're making that much of an incision. They yeah. shaved the yeah. side of her head. Yeah, they left like a little awkward chunk right here. It just looked like I was making a very poor statement. <laughs> right. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was like, not like it was a bit of a question mark. Like people would go. Is I that got on so many dirty looks. So no. many dirty looks. Why didn't you just shave it off? Well, uh, they, uh, <laughs> that would have been a lot better, actually. Maybe it was like a horribly offensive uh, hairstyle from like <laughs> from like some some era <laughs> that people were like. It's the re- oh. Yeah, it's like there's the Hitler stash, yeah, exactly. and you can't do that anymore. And then there's the it was like the, mon- like the, the Mongols, the, the yeah, Mongols, yeah, the Mongols like, sideburn. <laughs> like, guys, like, guys, have I told the the Nair hair story on the podcast? You have, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I put Nair in my hair once, and it was, yeah, I, uh, it probably looked like or? that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. You sound more embarrassed than you usually do when you tell that story. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this very short break. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you got your podcasts. Um, why did you get the second surgery, and how how long after from the first one was that? Uh, four years, I think. Uh, the seizures came back like a little <clears throat> under three years after the first operation. Oh shit! So you were sur- you were uh, mm. the seizure free for three years? Yeah, just after about. after your surgery, full on seizure free. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh well. Yeah. When they came back, did they come back with like full force? Like. The mm-hmm. amount that you were having them before? No, no. And they were like ever so slightly different. Like one mm. tiny symptom had gone away and another had like just appeared. Like what? Uh, first, like the initial seizures, I got this weird like kind of metallic taste in my mouth. Like I bit my tongue or something, you know, like tasting blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that went away for the second ones, but I started like <coughs> digging into my hands really hard. Whoa. Oh, whoa. And Crazy. Uh, I always forgot that I had them. Like, I only realized at the end of the day when I saw these, like, fingernail marks in my hands. So was the space, like, that, that the space from, like, the beginning to end of a seizure, was that just, like, blank to you? And, and then at the end of the day, you'd actually just see marks and go, holy fuck, I've been having seizures. Uh, like, they, I was a little more conscious the second time around. I think mm. it was just my memory is kaput. 
<laughs> basically. When, Crazy. When you go through that first surgery and, and you go seizure free for almost three years, um, was that the expectation coming out of the surgery? Are they like, yeah, basically this will cure you? Are they, do they say, do they kind of give you any idea of when you can expect that you might have another seizure? Uh, no. Or no. Is it just I kind think- of like, hey, there's a lot of optimism. Hopefully this just makes you feel better and it, you don't need to come back and see us again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. No, so, we we thought they were we thought they were gone. And sure. when you had when they started coming back again, were you like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't even remember it at first. I was like, is that what what I thought it was, but yeah, yeah, it started like two or three a day. God, but, what, but could like, you start driving often. a car? What a bizarre feeling of going. You would be able to, yeah, right, huh. yeah. Did, did I? Did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> like a seizure almost. You're watching TV Couldn't and be. you're like, man, this show doesn't make sense. What happened? Like, I feel like I missed a minute. It's, it's almost as if they just cut a quarter of it out. Though, if the show's moving as slow as Servant moves, you probably wouldn't feel like you missed anything. Oh, that was slow a huge but, burn. Slow, but they they do they. they I like Servant. I they really, do start uh, I, revealing some. some I've been, I'm up I to watch date. It? It's I, good. I haven't it's, started watching. It's, it. it's a slow burn, but it's super it's slow. Good. Burn. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Um, yeah. I had a thought, and then I started talking about the Servant. What, what was the second surgery? Um, like, how did it differ from the first? Because you said the first one was pretty invasive. Mm. Um, what was the What was the second one? Uh, well, uh, you know, EEG tests with the electrodes kind of glued to your scalp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a stereotactic. So they take like little kind of flexible rods and put them directly in your brain. What the fuck? Whoa. Yeah. While you're awake? God, no. No. Oh, okay. uh, well, I mean, they insert them when I'm out, but like I'm just. brain acupuncture? <laughs> you want to compare it to that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long, like, like rods, like the length of my index finger or like. Uh, to say like a little shorter than a pinky maybe wow, i could crazy. definitely be wrong but uh yeah i mean you're sitting there for days with these things sticking out of your head what yeah. sorry so what, what did you say this was called again <laughs> they turned you into uh, a porcupine <laughs> uh stereotactic uh eegs into your brain so you you're they've already removed for days mm. They've removed the skull piece. Oh, hell no. No. Good Lord, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they go right what, through it. They go right through your skull? Yeah, drill holes. Oh, they drill holes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I misled oh. you a lot there. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was like, so you're just like on a table Whoa. with a bunch of your skull missing? Oh, Holy that'd be, shit. That'd be tedious. Man, that uh, drilling into your skull must be a, uh, like... Well, fuck, I guess they got to drill your skull when they cut, if they cut a piece open to top. Is that what they did the first time? They cut a piece of your skull off or did they do the same thing where they drilled in and then like, like made a hole or something and then. Ah, uh, I feel like they just kind of open it up like a cellar door basically. Yeah, I always, <laughs> I imagine them doing like a square and yeah. then just like taking it out like. That's like, totally what they do. Like a mm. piece. And then they, and then it just fits perfectly back into place and then it becomes a. And then it and then it heals back together. Is that kind of what was happening? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. And so you Spot just on. you just lay there. I just googled uh, uh, stereo tactic EEG, um, and we've got the photo of this guy's head where there's like it looks like they've just like like glued a bunch of um, uh, like crib pegs to his head and then attached like like th- thread to them or like like floss to each one. So is that? You were just laying there, and all these little rods are in there, and then they're reading the the shit off those rods, or, or are the rods doing something to your brain? 
Well, uh, like this is this is telemetry. Telemetry is like an extended EEG, so you're just in the hospital being monitored, like on video, on microphone for however long they need you, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, I'm sitting in a comfy bed. I'm not lying on a on an operating table for four right. days. And are but, they asking you questions and like, or are you, are there, you're just sitting there and they they're just you uh, you have a little button to press when you feel like you're about to have a seizure. Right. They're probably just waiting to like. They're just waiting, waiting to, to catch a seizure. A seizure? Yeah, it's you're like just fishing sitting there for a seizure. trying to have a seizure. Are you allowed to do it? Are you allowed to, to like read a book? Are you allowed to watch movies? Are you, or are you just... Yeah, you're just having your you know lazy day-to-day life in the hospital with shit sticking out of your head, basically. Whoa, crazy. What yeah. a fucking crazy thing. I, uh, I read that... a lot of letters and I read a lot of books. Is, is it crazy. terrifying? Like uh, having, I imagine having like metal in your head... With like ropes attached to it, and they're just waiting for you to have a seizure and be and like monitoring you. Is it is it scary? Uh, I, I know that. I also know that you said that there's a sense of dread that you're having, but like, mm. you know, I guess rationally in your thinking, is it scary? Uh, like the the prospect of like rolling over my sleep and ripping them out was oh, scary, oh, but like, <laughs> I don't think that was a big risk. They they you know they know what they're doing. It's, it's kind of crazy though, as well. Like you know, if you break a bone or something like that and you go to bed, it's like you don't roll over on... Like, if you break your collarbone, like, you don't roll over in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean? sometimes like, people roll over onto their babies in bed and kill them. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah. That's why you're not supposed to lay with a baby in bed. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Sounds like I mean, that like, you know. Yeah, I totally see what you're saying, but when, but I mean that... It's the, got dark, guys. The, like, internal, like, the innate subconscious knowing that your body has when it's asleep that it's like because you feel it don't do this yeah, yeah. like it knows not to do because you don't feel the baby until you wake up right and you're not the baby so yeah you know what i mean <laughs> i do is that was that an independent article that you read about babies being crushed in their sleep no they're not crushed they're smothered dude that's it's literally a, i don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> i don't know why you're trying to joke about it it's fucking awful. i'm not joking about it well i mean people who are sleeping with their babies in the bed just shouldn't do it guys <laughs> uh, just really quick but i just thought of something um side note unrelated to seizures uh well it could be actually um alex is, is leaving gray's anatomy so um honestly i don't know they're gonna probably kill him off and it could be a seizure that they make him have i don't know who alex is but guys if we just all be just really, stay silent for a little bit it'd be really cool if they gave him cf out of nowhere <laughs> that would be and cool, he comes actually. out and says, "You know what? I had it, guys, but I didn't want to say anything, and and because of that, I'm a fuckhead." And then he and then he dies from it. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, "I listen to Sick Boy now." And then uh, I'd be like, "Then I'd be like, I gotta it. retrospectively, or retroactively go back and watch how how, how what how many? There's 189 seasons or 16 of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> 15 or 16. I'd watch it for that. <laughs> Just for the lead up to him saying that he has CF, you'd watch f- 15 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Somebody would definitely compile 22 episodes per season. Somebody would definitely compile all the clips with the him in it into into a YouTube video, which like, would be like, like 40 hours long. And, and, and each clip, he's just like. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, just has a, he just has a slight cough, like like the writers planted the seed from the very beginning. <laughs> you guys never paid attention. Hey, no, they yeah. did that in Red Dead Redemption. They did, and it was fucking beautiful. It was. Yeah. I noticed it early. You did the very first, you would though the very first cough. I went. He's got cancer or something. They don't ever <laughs> let people cough in movies. Yeah, he picked up on that so fast, and I was and you said that to me, and I was like, you said, yo, he's coughing. And I went, what? 
no one coughs in 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 like entertainment that's just not a thing you will never see someone cough in it in like unless it's like like in movie, it just doesn't do you, happen. It's do like, you remember it, that that uh, we when the first year we started Sick Boy, there was that uh, interview that uh, we did or you did with, with CBC or this whatever. Is fucking crazy. And they this is like <laughs> Ellie. If you did an interview with CBC with CBC, and they were like, mm, it was a good interview, but let's just spice it up a little bit. Let's and every like I don't know every like three minutes, let's have her just pause <laughs> and not have her say a word for like twenty five seconds. And then we'll just continue it back in. We did a BBC interview. Right. And I I listened back to the interview. Right. And I had coughed at one point during like the pre interview, like before we were in the interview. To like clear your throat, basically. And they took that cough and they layered it in throughout the interview, especially while the interviewee was asking questions. Okay. And they like, and they even edited it to make it sound like it was like further away from the mic back here. (laughs) And I was listening and I was going, I don't remember coughing. I'm not coughing that much these days. Like, Jesus, I sound like I'm literally dying. And when Uh, you're doing, and and whenever we do like interviews or TV or anything like that, I barely cough. Like, because it's, I mean, it's because like, you don't do it in TV. You right. just don't do it <laughs> yeah, in yeah. TV. That was the whole point. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, Ellie, I want to come back to you. Um, so you have these. Uh, oh, uh, I gotta pee. Have, I've been try- I've been having to pee real bad. I gotta go. Yeah, to you're allowed. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I, I know you're to... thinking about it at night before you go to bed. <laughs> That's the feeling throw, of dread that you get. Yeah. Oh, throw back throw. to a bad joke you said earlier. Right, right, right. No, throw back to a good joke. I didn't get it. Okay, so anyway, uh, Ellie, you um, so you're being monitored, um, and they're basically waiting to watch you have a seizure. Um, do they eventually catch a seizure? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. No, I think they got like nine or something. Oh, crazy! Oh, bunch. And in and you're there for you're there for a couple days being watched, or I think it was like four or five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it didn't go completely right. Like uh, things had shifted up a little the second time because they didn't take the full hippocampus out, so stuff had kind of I don't know spread out a, a little bit. Okay. And uh, like from the first surgery, you mean? Mm. Yeah. Oh, and when okay. They're, they're putting these things in, and they're so in, like specifically placed that if you put them ever so slightly to the right or something, they're not gonna they're not gonna catch anything. Uh, I see. They'll get like like an aftershock, basically. But you know, if it's if it's far off, they're not getting what they're looking for. So wait, did you have the stereotactic EEG twice? No, no, I had uh, I had just regular EG like extended stays twice, but I had the, okay. the like the depth electrodes once. Okay, now in the the depth electrodes thing again, uh, and and maybe maybe I already asked this, maybe I had another seizure, um, <laughs> but do they? That's just for reading. Like those those rods aren't actually doing anything, right? Like they're not like your first surgery. They're going all right. We're going to go in and we're going to scoop this out, and mm. that will prevent more seizures. Mm. This one they're going, all right, we're going to go in with these rods and we're going to we're going to listen and watch and record. Mm. Yeah, um, this is just a test. This is just a test. Yeah. So, what are they, yeah, after, what are they after the test like what do they what do they do? Like do they do they go, "Oh, now that we've taken this data, we know that <clears throat> if we medicate you this way, then it'll likely reduce your seizures." Yeah, yeah. Spot on. Okay, yeah. sweet. And what were what was did they add in medication that you hadn't been taking before? Yeah, we switched around a lot. Like uh, 
I can't remember how many, many I tried. I tried a shitload before the first surgery that did absolutely nothing. And uh, I think like maybe three or four afterwards after the second one. But. And and is that sort of like, you know, someone with um, uh, depression or like bipolar kind of trying out meds? It's like trial and error. Like some some will make it worse. Some some will make it better. That kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before the first operation, I tried a ton, I don't know, seven or eight maybe. And uh, either they did absolutely nothing or they just did bad things like give me a rash or right. knock me out for a couple of days. Are you um, – the, the second surgery, the, the, the prongs in the head, um, how long ago was that? Uh, not, no, uh, five, six years there's about. And since that point till now, like once you found that med – after that, have you been on that since? Yeah, yeah, I'm on that for the rest of my life. Basically. What is, what is it? Uh, like specifically? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Divel Proex and Lamotrigine. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Divel, um, were, were you same, on same, Were you on same, medication same. Were you on medication after the first uh, operation? Uh, briefly, but okay. uh, like a checkup afterwards when I was doing pretty good, we we just kind of ebbed off. They literally were like, "Yeah, you're cured." Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Did they ever use the word cured? Uh, it's very possible. Whoa, I mean, crazy. it could have been definitely accurate back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, like, I wonder, do they, like... I feel like doctors, like, they try, try to stay away to from that, that word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, very likely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they definitely never say... Um, like, they don't even use the word remission. Why I don't think Why for do cancer. they... I, I feel like I know this, but why do they stay away from words like that? Because it's not like they're liable. Because Ellie got cancer or got <laughs> epilepsy again. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I, hope, I mean, maybe you have cancer too. I don't know. That's, I think it's the same <laughs> reason. We'll save that like, for another episode. I, I know, but like... It's because they can't. It's, it's liability. Like, I was on the... But when are I was they on liable? The, I think... Well, they're probably not liable, it's but... Liable. Is but it it's more like an ethical but thing? It's, or? it's probably an ethical thing. It's like when I was on the ground, want to get your hopes up, yeah. Potentially, when yeah. I got hit, when I got hit, I was on the ground, and I was like, the cop was talking to Kyla, and I was like, tell her I'm okay, and he's like, and they're like, Kyla's asking, is he okay? And they're like, he's on, the, he's going to the hospital, and she's like, how is, is he okay? He's going to the hospital. <laughs> well, why can't they is just his say, head attached to his? Why, why, can't, why can't they just say he says he's okay? I, I because I don't know, like it, because they, I think that they're just going. We don't want to say. We don't want to use the word cure because f- who fucking knows? I think we don't I, want to say he's okay because he might die in the fucking ambulance. I, th- I think like, it's I think it's less about being liable and more about what you said, which is like if we say you're cured, you're going to walk out of that hospital that day being like fucking never get an epilepsy again. <laughs> woo! And then yeah. four years later, you're like. Motherfucker, <laughs> you said I I was cured, mm. and I'm not. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, yeah, how dare you? And the like, <laughs> and then all the all the the emotional trauma that might come from that, mm-hmm. versus saying, "Hey, things are looking great," which is liable. Like, you, sure, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Like, if you put it that way, if you it's like, I'm saying? You, like you go back and say, "I now have emotional trauma because yeah. you said fucking cured." Like people can, yeah, maybe people can uh, file us lawsuits about uh, uh, over yeah. that. So, um, but, but is there a way to say that like, not you're cured, but the way that you were kind of saying it there, Jerry, like, um, like, Hey, look, as far as we can tell, you know, you're good. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what they say. Say, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but, but like how and, good. And the reason, <laughs> the reason why I asked is because, 
because I feel like there has to be some level of um, giving people like, and hope might hope might not be the right word, but like giving them permission to feel positive about their outcome. Well, they situation. probably say. Well, I mean, Ellie, you said that they tell you that they tell you what they that they hope to achieve. Mm. Like they're saying, we we hope that this will take away your seizures. And so that's kind of like a roundabout saying, like, we hope this will cure you. Yeah. Because, mm. um, like, when you went back and, and you were like, all right, I haven't had a seizure in a while. And they're like, yeah, and you know what? That pill you've been taking, don't take it anymore. Mm. Like, that's, that's kind of their way of going, you're doing really well. Like, yeah. you're, like yeah. things really pretty much couldn't get better. Yeah. Yeah. At it this was point. like, this is bittersweet because, like, love, love the specialist great people but mm. like, guess i don't see, see, anymore. I don't, don't see anymore yeah, yeah that's right yeah. yeah and i mean life life changes when you when you if you have to go see people and you're like always being you're always feeling like when you've got appointments and like you've got to do tests and all that stuff like you always feel like a patient mm. i mean i can only imagine that you you must have some sense of that. You have to go to you have to you have to go to clinic every three months. Like, yep. are you in a are you in a perpetual state of like patientism, like that you're always a patient, or do you have like reprieve from that? Like, uh, I don't know. I, maybe more so the more I get older. Like this past year, I feel like has been a, like there's been way more of that feeling than pa- the years before. Like past year as in 2019. Do you mean like that you felt? More of a patient More than of a I have patient. before. I wonder, just, I wonder it if it was just a rough year. I wonder how being born with something versus like being diagnosed with something later in life too affects that outlook. Because mm-hmm. like if you're born with something and you're forever, you know, dealing with it is. I'm sure you, you feel see? way more as a pa- uh, of a patient if you're like you're 32 and someone goes, oh, you've got melanoma and you've been good all the way up till now. Like. At that point, I'm sure. I'm sure every day from that fucking day forward, you're like, um, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a patient. I mean, it's, you know? it, but like, it, like, I forget it, sometimes, and then I get the mail, and they're like, "Got to come to clinic." I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah, yeah." I but CF. I mean, in the in the meantime, like, I'm a it feels, patient. Oh fuck, <laughs> it feels really nice to like to not be to be in that space to be to not be in the headspace of being a patient. Like, like even with Ellie, like when you were like. When you're like the seizure started coming back, but I was like, "Wait, was that?" It's like it can't. Was be. that a seizure? <laughs> like, yeah. I can't tell. I stopped going, or I'm still, I'm st- still doing massage and physio now. But in November, I took the month off because I was like, I wonder how much, I wonder how much of a role of being in the headspace of like I'm in treatment, I need this, I need that. I'm like, I'm, I'm. Like, feeds you in the way that you're like you identify yeah there's something with me that i need there's always something that needs to be fixed like you're in that headspace you see that a lot sometimes on on social media man the brain though people that the brain is so powerful it's like when adam was saying uh when we were talking to him about his spinal cord injury and people are saying like oh you should be able to go back to work like you should be good and and he's like what is everything that i'm feeling in my head like all of a sudden, your brain starts to play like tricks on you, and you think, it's "Like, am I oh, crazy? Should I be better? Like, should I be sicker? I don't, I don't know." Like, am I speak, making speaking it up? of that, how how has your epilepsy affected your your like work life? Uh, not very. 
honestly. Well, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't have a job until I had the surgery. Right. Yeah. That just, that wasn't an option. I couldn't, I mean, nothing where I had to deal with human beings Sure. At all. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> that so that like, kind of rules like a lot of things. Ninety percent of things. Yeah. Well, you yeah. could be a pig farmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could be a pig farmer. Yeah, yeah. That that sounds is, tempting. Yeah. That's a that's a, of, that's a reference basic, to someone yeah. we recorded with last night. Yeah. Um. What do you What do you do for work? Uh, I'm a baker at a couple of spots around Dartmouth. A baker? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Sweet. A lot of fun. Yeah. Sweet. That's great. Yeah, I eat a lot of crap. Yeah. (laughs) Awful and great at the same time. When was the last time you had a seizure? Uh, Four years come July. Holy shit, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm so good. you're cured. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah you're <laughs> cured. <laughs> I'm cured. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, so that means that you could technically get your license if you wanted it, right? Oh, yeah, but I do not. But you it don't. the crap out of me. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, the prospect I, of, like, potentially having a seizure. Like, if no, you had just a, driving in general. Just driving in general. It has <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with seizure. No, like, no. If, if you were to have the type of seizure that you have driving, would it completely, like, would it, would it, or would you just get to your de- destination and be like, oh, f- Jesus Christ, how the <laughs> fuck did I get here? Uh, uh, I feel like they were so mild uh, after they came back that I could, maybe I could just sort of find my way to the side of the road if that was plausible. Man, is right. that, that, <sighs> is that yeah. a crazy thought that there's like people out there driving right now that like that have epilepsy <laughs> and, 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 and like could have a seizure? <laughs> Holy shit, that gives me anxiety. I hope I don't ever... I mean, you can see why I don't want to drive, right? Ah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ellie, what would you say is the, is the biggest thing then that your, your epilepsy has taken away from you? Uh, oh, man. Uh, damn, that's, that's, that's a tricky question. Um, I mean, it kind of messed with my memory. Like. Mm-hmm. Not so much from the operation. I feel like I remember them saying, like, you were surprisingly not as badly effective as we expected. How do they know that? Uh, you have uh, those neuropsych tests after oh, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, how you, how you turned out, you know. But, uh, like, the medication I'm on kind of makes me a bit dull. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little slow, a yeah. little, uh, little distracted. But that's, that's, as of now, like, that's, that's about it. Back then, obviously, you know, everything sucked. But. Yeah, social life, like, yeah. Like, yeah, everything. Do you view it as like kind of, you know, small price to pay for not having 30 a day seizures? Yeah, yeah, no, I'd take the surgical saw to the skull any day, honestly. That was wow, a small price to pay, yeah. That sounds so hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say is the biggest thing that your epilepsy has given you? <coughs> uh, definitely a lesson in just like, don't. I don't know. Don't let wussy little fears hold you back from getting better, I guess. Mm. You know, just, yeah, stop being a pussy. <laughs> basically. <laughs> right, right. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> step up. Step up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because, like, I, I was, you know, I knew that you had brain surgery and, and I know from the way you felt about it from reading your, your application. But I think it's kind of important to hear the perspective of someone who went into something that's that for a lot of people, the thought of that is like daunting as fuck. Mm-hmm. And to hear someone who's like, yeah, but yeah, it's I mean, not as bad as like one might think. I was not at all scared 
like I just wanted it to be done. I wanted stuff yeah. to get better. But like the morning of, I was like, you know what? I'm fucking fine. I don't need to do <laughs> this. Is this is fine? Like I'm fucking going home. But right. Other than that, you know. But yeah. also, it's like, uh, like <laughs> I feel the same. It's way. funny that it's ironic that your um, seizures were like feeling this impending sense of impending doom. So it's like, mm-hmm. how scared can you be about? <laughs> The procedure, going through the procedure that's not going to make you feel that way anymore, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, you can obviously be scared as fuck, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but no, it's, not, it's, definitely not saying I wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for carving out some of your, your day today to come hang out with us and chat about... I thought you were going to say brain. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. Could have. <laughs> Wouldn't have made much sense. Thanks for carving out some of your brain, brain so, that, brain, we, so brain that we power. could do this today. <laughs> I'm so brain, glad you had that surgery. Brain power. I thanks mean, for yeah. Thanks for carving out some of the brain power. Yeah, that's another way of doing it. Also, any other any other options of what I could have fucking said? <laughs> really, really glad. Really glad you're cured. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And go to Apple Podcast and hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and a review. Uh, that way we can kind of keep up on the, the Apple Podcast charts and, uh, and more people can see the conversations that we're having. Uh, really important. And head on over to patreon.com slash sickboy if you would like to contribute to our Patreon page. Um, Everybody who has uh, who has contributed in the past, we love you. Who all of our patrons right now, thank you so much. You do we send out those gold watches yet, or are we saving those for the people who sign up right now? Those are for the people that will sign up uh, on this episode only. Watches Um, and yeah, it's very special edition, very very gold. Um, And uh, I like I like when you sang the Patreon uh, thing, Tay. Yeah. Okay. Go to patreon.com slash sickboy, S-I-C-K-B-O-Y. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Thanks. Okay, um, then. Thanks, Donovan, for making it, it, that sound For auto-tuning better. that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and thanks for uh, thanks for making Do it sound. Do you believe that okay. Oh, my God, dude. I am... <laughs> thanks for making that sound so embarrassed. shittier, Donovan. <laughs> uh, and thanks for making it sound like... You know what, uh, Donovan? Hold on. Isolate that. <laughs> replay it. Remix it. <laughs> fucking throw it down right here. All right, perfect. Thank you. Um, and uh, thanks for making it sound like a, I got a skill saw to my head after that. Oh, my uh, God. Damn, dude. This is a big one, Donovan. I need a lobotomy <laughs> after uh, hearing Taylor's singing voice. So. Oh. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. And thanks for all the work that you do. Um, you're amazing. Thanks, Take Part. Thanks, Jamesy. Thanks, uh, Jeff Lewis. And thanks, Lauren, for being a part of our team now. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. I'm Ellie. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.